At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting Black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, what it do, man? It's your boy D. Watkins, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Girl Bastard. I get it. I walked in with my chains on, feeling rich today. I didn't look, and I look wrong. I might just steal you. All right, so we got D. Watkins jumping off the porch one more time with us, no, man. No, I'm back, man. I'm back. Feel good to be back. For sure, man. How you feeling today, man? I feel good. Whoa, I feel good. Yeah. So. Well, I appreciate you coming back by, man. So uh, what have you been working on out here in Atlanta, man, since you touched down? i just been recording every day. Like, I've been locked in with different producers in the city. Okay. So i just been locked in every day. I'm in the studio making new music. Yeah. You know, just working. Okay. Yeah. So how's this new music sounding, man? Is you just continuing to elevate or? It sounds beautiful. <laughs> like, I feel like I get better at every song. Like, if you was to ask me what's, what's your best song, I'd say the next one. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So. Nah, I dig that, man. So how you feeling about 2022, man? It's a new year. Good. We're about a month in so far. Yeah, for sure. I feel good. I feel like everything going everything going to be how I expect it to be this year. Like, I feel like it's going to be a good year. Yeah. I saw you tweet out, man. You said if, uh, if it don't pop off for you in 2022, you done with this rap shit. Yeah, I'm done. That's how confident I feel hmm. about, you know, this year. Yeah. yeah you done. know, from people on the outside looking in, they would say you already done made it, though. I, I felt like that, too. But it's like, it's so, it's always room for progression. And it's always... You know, it's always another level that I can reach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I still feel like I ain't made it yet. So you feel like your best work's still ahead of you then? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Don't lie, man. You ain't going to give up on this shit, man. Bro, I'm telling you, <laughs> bro, this year, I got to go up this year. Yeah. You know, I'm 23, so I feel like this this should be my year. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, all signs point to it for sure, man. Yeah, yeah. for sure. All right, so let's talk about Problem Child 3, man. Um, what was your inspiration going in on this one? Did you feel like you had to outdo the first two? Where, where were you yeah, at my, mentally? I feel like the first two was crazy. I, I wasn't really happy with the second one hmm. like that, but I feel like the third one was just, you know, it turned out perfect. Like, even though it got pushed back, I feel like that just gave me more time to perfect it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? get everything on point how I want it. So I was really proud of that project. Yeah, I know fans was on your ass every time you pushed it back, bro, man. I'm talking about, bro, like, <laughs> I could post a picture. They talking about, bro, you posting pictures, nigga, drop Problem Child 3. Like, you posting pictures, stop posting pictures. <laughs> One dude told me he ain't going to sleep until I drop Problem Child 3. That man was probably up for a whole month waiting on that boy, shit. Like, boy, you played. <laughs> Yeah, so how's the feedback been? It's been about, what, two months since it dropped now? Yeah, for sure. They fucking with it. It's all love. You know what I'm saying? That was the last one. 
That's the last problem child, that's it? Yeah, that's the last one. So eventually I'm gonna do like a three disc, like a three disc set or like, you know, just problem child one through three, I wanna do it to where I can get it in like a whole playlist. Yeah. So everybody can listen to it. Yeah, and just kind of talk about your growth as an artist from that first problem child up until this new one, man. Yeah, I feel like I done got more creative, you know, more, more comfortable, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I, I grew as an artist, I got smarter. So, more depth, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I grew since then, you know what I'm saying? Nah, definitely. I think, uh, like you said, if you were to put them all three like that on one playlist, people will hear the progression going from yeah. that first one up into this new one, man. All right, let's talk about this song, man. Nightmares on, is it Grissom? Grissom Street. Okay, Grissom Street. You said this was your hardest video, or might be your hardest video. Yeah, that might be one of my hardest ones, just because, like, the vibe on it. And it was like, we did it all in one place, hmm. but it's like, it was just so hard, like, how we was just everything, like, the editing, like, Rook went crazy on the video. I don't know, it was a fun video, you know yeah. what I'm saying? It was a fun yeah, because you usually get pretty creative in your videos, too, yeah, man. It's got, not just like hey, some I running got, gun shit. I'm going to bring that side back out. I feel like last year I, w I wasn't as creative as I usually was. Hmm. I feel like I want to bring that back this year also. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get more creative. No, nah, absolutely. Bring that whole vision to life right there, I, man. I ain't going to lie. I, di I direct all my videos. Hmm. Like, I plan them. Like, I be having a vision. So, and I feel like when I give people that vision and you know, actually give them a concept, it, it does better. Like, I do better. Absolutely. I feel like it makes the, the viewer want to watch that shit more yeah, than once, you know dumb, what I'm saying? Dumb, like, they got to go back and check it. Most dumb. Yeah. And talk about your relationship with No Cap, man. Um, I know you guys have worked yeah. a couple times, but that back in Problem Child, that shit. Uh, I'm my boy. That shit hard, man. I'm my boy. That boy's so hard. Like, I feel like that boy, he probably one of the hardest since Wayne to me. Hmm. Yeah, like his punchlines are pretty unmatched right now. You know what I'm saying? Man. Like, you know, like, a lot of people, like, won't probably want to agree or don't want to say it, but I feel like that boy is the closest we got to Wayne right now, especially for our generation. Yeah. Did you guys get in the studio together to record that one? Yeah, for okay. sure. We was in the yoga. We was in Florida, hmm. Palm Beach. We recorded that. It's like you guys going back and forth on that one, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, you got to bring your A-game playing with that boy. <laughs> if not for real. That boy's going to go crazy. I like his creative process. Like, everything you hear, like, that boy going to do it right there. Like, mm. you feel me? And he doing it fast. I feel like that's what make, make him so unique. Yeah, he don't be missing, man. Yeah, he, that boy should be crazy. going crazy. That boy, that boy star. So what was it like hitting that Soulfly tour, man, with Rod and with Cap on there too, man? Bro, that shit was, that shit was like, that shit was like really eye-opening, like, especially for somebody who never really been nowhere like that. Hmm. Like, that shit was amazing, like, just the experience, seeing out, because I drove everywhere, like, we drove across the whole country. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I seen the whole country in one month. Saw snow for the first time. Really? You know what I'm saying? And Rod Wave a real star. Like, every city, like, he's selling out shows on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? In Baltimore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It was amazing. I feel like 
more people got to go out and act. So once you see the world and experience, like it makes you smarter, it makes you more ambitious, more optimistic as an artist also. So that was a blessing. That was yeah. really eye-opening. Did you ever think that your music would take you around the country like that, man? Not this fast. Hmm. Like it happened so fast and the feedback was all right. So I know once it's my time to do my own tour. Yeah. Yeah, that shit gonna be crazy. Were you prepared for them big stages? Because this ain't like these club concerts with Rod, man. Nah. You know, these big arenas, these venues, nah. man. Bro, it was amazing. Like, I got butterflies before every, every time. Like, I, at this point, like, I'm like, we like 15 shows in. I'm still getting butterflies, you know? So, like, you know, it, was, it, was, it was, I ain't gonna lie, I can't wait to do it again. Yeah. That shit was amazing. Yeah, and like you said, all sold out crowds too, man. I know them fans were just eating sold that out, shit up. Like, sold out, like I'm one of the first set artists to perform, but it looked like, you feel me? Like it's <laughs> everybody though, you know? And they still coming in as I perform. So I appreciate that boy and his team for giving me the opportunity. Yeah, absolutely, man. That was a huge look right there, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's talk about this been here before with Hot Boy, man. I yeah. know you guys have worked before, man. You guys can't miss either, man. Nah, you know, we don't go crazy every time. You know, I like, I like working with artists, I feel like, on my level. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it's showing, it's also showing my, you know, my talent too. Like, it's showing like, yeah, I can stick with, you know, the big boys, shit like that. So. What's up with that video, man? I know fans waiting on it. <sighs> to be honest with you, I ain't gonna drop that video. Why not? What happened? I don't know. I feel like it was rushed. Um, I, I wasn't really happy with the locations and stuff. Like, I feel like I'm at a point now, I'm at a level now where I gotta I gotta, you know what I'm saying, deliver when it comes to my visuals and, you know, and I want everything, I can't start my year, we might eventually drop it, but I can't start the year off like that, you know what I'm saying, that can't be the first, you know, I can't come. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Like that first video of the year, I gotta go crazy. You know, so next video I drop gonna be, you know, how I wanna start the year. Okay. Sure. I, I think fans can respect that, man. Like, yeah, if you're not man. happy with the video, Ain't no need just to throw it out there just for the nah, hell out of it. So, nah, hell nah. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this to be honest, man. Uh, so yeah. you shot this one out in LA, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my boy Rice. Yeah, he shot it. Yep. And you got a lyric on, we well, got a couple lyrics on there I want to ask you about, man. But the one you said, um, I go out in public and forget that I'm famous, or, or that I'm not average, yeah. I should say. Forget it ain't average. Yeah, because uh, I notice, like, as time goes on, 
like I'm getting bigger and bigger as an artist. So sometimes I just go somewhere by myself, not dressed up, and like I end up taking pictures and still like regular shit. Like, oh, that's you feel me? That's D. Like, and I be forgetting. Like, damn, like I can't just be moving like that. Like moving so loose. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't just be going everywhere by myself. Like. You know what I'm saying? I just got a mood different. Yeah. But I be forgetting, you know what I'm saying? So, How has that transition been from you, you know, coming into the industry, you know, as an unknown now to where you're touring the country, probably getting spotted out in different places, different cities like that, bro? You say, how has it been? Yeah. Uh, humbling, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's humbling, you know, but it, I, I, it makes me very grateful though. You know, like I'm grateful because I can be doing way worse. Like when I be feeling like I'm not as big as I be, I'm always thankful for where I'm at though. Mm -hmm. Cause like, you know, it's people that will kill to be in my shoes. You know, even though I feel like I can go higher, I feel like it's people that would love to be where I'm at and proud of me. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I dig that. Yeah. Uh, you also mentioned like stop, stop uh, popping perks in the song, and then you even tweeted out like rappers need to kind of like stop glorifying that too. Yeah, cause to be honest, I I started doing them, start doing the perks because of the music. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like even though you know, and it's some artists that don't even take them for real, but they glorify it in the music, and that's gonna make this, you know, this young aspiring rapper want to try it and now he hooked and you know what I'm saying you know I just feel like you know I ain't forcing nobody to rap about what you know you rap about what you want but I just feel like even me myself like I want to kind of slow down on the glorifying it like I don't want people to feel like that's something that's okay you know I'm gonna just rap what I go through what I done been through mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's not okay and it's not something that we should always glorify. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, it could kill you. Like, it's a real drug. Like, real drug. Yeah. Nah, I salute you for that because, like you said, it, it seems to be very prevalent in music today where it's like yeah. everyone talking about that shit. Yeah, Even the people that don't pop perks yeah. feel like they gotta rap they about gotta it. They gotta say too. something about it. I had a nigga I was doing a song with. I was doing a song with, bro, bro was like, in the music, he was like, he was saying something, he was like, pop him perk. So I tried to give him one, like, shit, but you want you a perk? And he said, nah, I don't do perks. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, uh. Just following the trends, man. It's crazy. That is, man. Um, I want to ask you about this Beside Me video, man. I know that was a pretty touching video for you, man. Yeah, you shot that definitely. at your uh, your boy's gravesite, right? Yeah, most definitely. My yeah. boy Ham, lonely little hot shit, man. Yeah. So yeah. what could you tell us about Ham first off? Who was he? Uh, what did he mean to you? That, that was one of my um, one of my friends that I met through another friend. Like, we got real close in the span of one year. Like, we got locked in. Like, that was my boy. You know, he from Jacksonville. You know, we from the same area. So, you know, we was just real close. You know what I'm saying? That was like my brother. Like, hmm. he come to my house, like, Sleeping in, you feel me? Sleeping at my house, meet my mama, like we locked in. I'm his mama, like, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know, he was just, 
he was just moving around a lot, like he was doing a lot, like he was moving loose because he was comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Like, same thing with Dolph. Yeah. Like how Dolph went out, like Dolph was comfortable in his city, you know what I'm saying? And wrong place, wrong time, you know, he got shot, gun violence, you know how that goes. So, yeah. You know, and it, it shit, like, that shit hurt me because like, I was telling bro, like, you feel me, slow down. Like, you ain't gotta go out every night. Like, the night he passed away, I think he went to like three club, two, two or three clubs that night. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just wish bro would have slowed down, but you know, everything happened for a reason, so. Yeah. You know, it's all good. What type of emotions did you go through while shooting that video then? Well, that was the day of his funeral, so. Oh, really? Okay. That was like the exact day. But, you know, you know, I held it together for him because it's like my boy, like he hard, but like he's solid. So, you know, I'm going to hold it together for him and, you know, I'm going to make this vision come true. You feel me? I'm going to bring this vision to life and, you know, hold it together for my boy. And, you know, the shit turned out. It turned out. Yeah. How I wanted it. Yeah. And what was your reaction to Dolph's passing? Because we know you had worked with him on the uh, Badass Jit remix. That shit fucked me up. Like, I ain't gonna lie. For some reason, like, I, I ain't no fake person where I just act like I just, when this rapper died, oh, I'm so hurt. Like, but when Dolph died, like, that shit fucked me up. Cause, like, bro, bro was so inspirational. Like, he was independent, he looked out for his people, he was a real one, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, you know, he took care of so many people, so many people, families and shit, like, um, it was unfortunate, but, you know, we can't do nothing but learn from it, you know what I'm saying? And just keep their name alive, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, the real ones, keep their name alive. But that that shit fucked me up though. Like I I told myself if I was to ever sign to an artist like a rapper, it'll be him. Like it'll be Dolph just because he was just, you know, he he cared more about his artist than his own. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, he, he mentioned name. like he wanted to retire and just kind of yeah. push his artist. But he had his own fan base. You know what I'm saying? That it was like hell nah, <laughs> nah you can't. But you know he he he. He left behind a lot of legacy, so his, he, he gonna live through, you know, he gonna live through his people, his kids. Yeah, his legacy's gonna definitely live on, especially oh, in yeah. Memphis, man. And, you know, they got the street named after him and everything. Oh, it's, it's just gonna get bigger and bigger for him too, man. Mm -hmm. All right, so I wanna ask you about Rolling Loud in Miami, man. Um, Shit, you literally went from the hospital to the stage. Bro. What happened there, man? Imagine, imagine being in a hospital for a whole day to jumping in a McLaren. You know what I'm saying? And then going and do a motherfucking, like that shit was crazy, bro. Like I was fucked up. Like I don't know what was wrong with me. Like. I was dehydrated, what the, what the doctors say. I'm like, no way I'm gonna make this show. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was dehydrated, I couldn't move, I couldn't eat. 
barely got sleep. Like, it was me and my girl. Like, she sat in the hospital with me the whole time, you know. I got out of the hospital. I still wasn't feeling too good, but I'm like, I gotta do this show, like, just rolling loud. Yeah, <laughs> it's a huge like, opportunity. Hell yeah. And it's like, once I hit the stage, like, I'm sick. Like, I get to rolling loud, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, damn, bro, I hope I don't pass out on stage. I get there, I get on stage, and like, the crowd just like, gave me life. You know what I'm saying? Like, they gave me so much life, like, I ain't even feel sick. Like, I ain't even feel none of that shit. Like, what were the doctors saying? Were they trying to tell you not to go do it? Or were you uh, just like, fuck it, I, I got to do this? Nah, they didn't know. They didn't know where you was going? They didn't know what was going on. They just knew I was sick and, you know. So it wasn't like they were trying to hold you there extra, huh? Nah, I was ready to go, bro. I was there for, from 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. So... I was ready to go. Yeah. Now, nah, and that should that show look lit too, man. Yeah, but that situation made me drink water every day. Oh yeah. <coughs> At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Gotta stay hydrated, man. I was deaf, and I'm small too, so you know I gotta keep up with my health. And yeah, stuff. yeah, especially when you be smoking too, because that'll dehydrate you a lot too, man. Mm -hmm. um, you went viral right towards the end of last year, man, with these um, IG lives, looking for a girlfriend, man. <laughs> So what made hey. you say, fuck it, let me go look for love on that like Oh, bro, it's like, oh, like, this generation so fucked up. I'm like, but I was just playing, though. Like, I'll never get on live looking for a girlfriend, for real. But I just feel like this year I just want to be more engaged with my fans and shit like that. But on a level, like, I don't know how to go live. Like, if I go live, I'm probably just be sitting there looking. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, what, what the fuck are you going to talk about? Just looking at the comments and shit, so... That was like my first time going live, like in almost a year. So really? like, I go, I probably go live three times a year. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? So I don't know. I just feel like it was a cool way to get people engaged with me and shit. But that shit was funny though. I ain't gonna lie, they wild. <laughs> oh, you should know your fans are gonna act well, up for wild. you, man. I got the best best fans ever. <laughs> for real. <laughs> nah, that shit was hilarious, man. Uh, let's yeah. talk about this no Nolia flow, man. Um, Nolia flow. Yeah, kind of just talk about like New Orleans' influence on you, man, because so, you, you went hard for that on this shit. I fuck with New Orleans because it's like, for some reason, I feel like New Orleans and Florida just kind of got like a lot in common. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's a connection between New Orleans and Florida. You know, like the from the golds to the the hurricanes, mm -hmm. the water, the food, the culture, like, you know, they say Florida in their own world. Like, I feel like New Orleans kind of, you know what I'm saying? And like, the people that are so genuine and they accent, they got the best accent. 
Love the accent. But also, I was raised on the whole Louisiana, though. Like, I was raised on they music. You know how mm -hmm. most people, like, I, I wasn't raised on, like, Jay-Z and, like, you know, Ken, Kendrick Lamar, yeah, was, all of them. I was, it was the hot boys for a lot of yeah, us in I the was South, that South. I'm in that South. Like, I'm, I'm juvenile, cash money, Wayne, you feel me? BG, Soldier Slim. Boosie, Webby, you know. Mm -hmm. I, Wayne was my favorite rapper, you know what I'm saying? So that's just how it was. My mama, my parents, you know what I'm saying? Like they, this what they was listening to. Like that's how I was raised. So, you know, it's only right I pay my respect. You know, I fuck with New Orleans for sure. Yeah, now nah, that shit turned out hard too, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was hard. You watched the video? Of course, man. <laughs> That was one of the hardest videos, man. Another one was that Gucci bucket hat, man. Oh, yeah. My boy Ham was in that video. He was in that video. So was that your idea for the, uh, the concept of that? Yeah. And mm -hmm. you was trying to say that was Joe Biden's granddaughter. <laughs> what was you trying to say? Ah. Hey, that shit went viral on TikTok. Of course it was. You know, people going to believe but anything. They was, they was in the comments arguing about that, though. Like, <laughs> they was arguing, like, Trump is better, like what? <laughs> because you got his granddaughter. <laughs> is this like wow, Joe Biden's granddaughter? Like she's she's not classy at all. <laughs> like y'all, wow. Yeah, it's amazing <laughs> how the internet will run with that shit, man. Huh? I said it's amazing how the internet will run with that shit, man. You tell them that they gonna believe that shit, bro. Man, no folk crazy. It was good marketing, though, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So, do you got a title picked out for the next project? We know it's not going to be Problem Child 4, so. Oh, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> My next project, I'm going to be kind of leaning towards the ladies. Okay. Like I'm finna, you know, I'm going to get my, because I feel like the females is important because, like, I got a large female fan base. Like, a lot of my old music, 2016 and shit, was yeah. directed towards them, and they love it. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm going to, and, you know, it's Valentine's. Mm -hmm. Coming up, all type of shit. So it, my project, we call Love from a Thug. Okay. So it's going to be like, you know, we hard body. Like, we from the streets, but we need love too. Like, mm -hmm. men, like, you know what I'm saying? So that's what it's going to be. It's going to be like, basically, like, I'm not perfect, but I know, I know how to love. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah, I always tell people, like, the female fans, those be your most loyal supporters, most man. Sure. They the ones that are going to be at your show front yeah, row. It like, if you got all the females, where you think the dudes going, you know? <laughs> they going to follow them. They going to follow the female. And I'm sure you saw that while being on tour, man. Like, I know Rod's got a pretty diverse well, fan base, mom. but. He got grandmas. <laughs> and listen, that's the goal, though. <clears throat> that's the goal. That's why you gotta be versatile. You know, make sure. I wanna, another thing I wanna do, you know what I wanna do? I wanna try to stop cussing so much hmm. in my music. Like, I noticed most artists' biggest songs, they don't even cuss a lot. Hmm. Like, a lot of rock, like, but it still be hard though. You know what I'm saying? Like, it still be good music the same way you're gonna receive it the same way, but just kinda. So everybody can sing it and everybody can be comfortable, you know what I mean?
No, that's smart right there too, man. Because mm-hmm. a lot of them songs, you don't even realize there's no cussing until you actually yeah, like trying. Yeah, I don't even realize I listen like, damn. Then I go listen to my shit like, damn, I cussed him. <laughs> yep. So what's some of your goals for 2022? What are you trying to accomplish this year, D? I got small goals. I got my big goals. Like, I want to gain like 100,000 more followers. I want to. I want to drop, I want more hits this year. Like I want to go for some hits, I want some hits. And I want to start doing arena, I want to do more shows, you know, get more in tune. Like I said, I want to get more engaged with my fans. Like yeah. I want to get closer with them, you know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like I, the fan base is what makes us, you know what I'm saying? Like if they don't listen to my music, I won't, it's pointless, how mm-hmm. do you, you know? So just get more engaged with my fans and work harder like i really feel like i don't, i ain't work hard as i should have last year like it's people that tell me they be in the studio from 9 a.m to 3 a.m you know what i'm saying i, I like oh like i just want to work harder and be more consistent for sure because i feel like once that once the once i apply pressure before you know it i'll just be one of the biggest artists no, nah, absolutely, man. All right, D, you got any shout-outs you'd like to give before we wrap it up here, man? Man, shout-out to you, man, for having me no up. No problem, bro. bro. You know, you always got a home on the porch, bro. Hey. Whenever you ready, man. <laughs> shout-out Dirty Gloves, that's it, man. Shout-out to the whole Atlanta, Florida. Everybody in Florida doing their thing. My motherfucking twin up here, man. <laughs> Shift one, y'all go fuck with my boy shit, man. My boy be snapping. Shout-out to my family. Everybody who support me, you feel me? Shout out to y'all, for sure. I walked in with my chains on, feeling rich today. I didn't look bad, not look wrong, I might just steal you. I pulled up to my grandma's house like, what you... What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Court, from the Holding Court Podcast. If you're a fan of authentic interviews with legendary artists and notable people in the culture, subscribe to the Holding Court Podcast. See, we a show that cover artist interviews, hip-hop culture, lifestyle, and current topics. <laughs> we got the D-Boys and the B-Boys. See, HCP is where the streets and black excellence meet and is brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators.